It's the Minnesota Tim Podcast on a Thursday morning. Jake's Takes Time. Jake, I'm excited to be with you this morning. How's life? How are you doing? Life is good. I'm excited to be here as well. How's life for you? Life is good. I got a story to share today. And I almost did it yesterday, but I thought it would be more funny with an audience, with a co-host. Okay. So I will share that in a second. Um, But I'm doing pretty good. My mouth is a little dry right now. So if words are not coming out of my mouth as clear as normal, I forgot to bring my water bottle down from my bedroom. And, um, Mm. you know, it's been like, I don't know eight or nine hours since I had a drink of water and I normally start the day with a drink of water and I didn't do that this morning. So a little dry right now. I can't tell. It sounds perfect. So okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Do we want to dive into the Minnesota Vikings re-signing Ben Ellison first, or do we want to dive into the Vikings um, re-signing Greg Joseph to another contract? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Andrew we, DePaula. Andrew DePaula, big news. The largest, I believe it was the largest contract for a long snapper in NFL history, right? Yeah, I think so. It's a pretty big deal, apparently. Yeah, wherever, where, wherever, you'd, wherever you'd like to start. I mean, you already kind of spoiled the three most important moves the Vikings have made. So, yeah, I'm not really sure there's much left to say about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. We don't need to spend much time on it. Let me start with this story because this story has been on my mind and I'm hope I'm going to share it in accordance to how it went. So do you know what ice dams are? Ice dam? Like on ice. a roof or what? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Ice, ice dam on a roof. So you do know what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. We've had some major ice dams this year at our house. Okay. And, and um, so major that they've literally gone from our roof to the ground as an icicle. And Haley and I didn't know it was even an issue. We were like, oh, that's pretty. That's cute. And um, then my dad came over and we were like, dad, do you think that's a problem? And he said, no, it's probably just the sun beating on it. And then my dad comes over again with Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike recognizes it's a problem. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, you got to fix that. You got to fix that. That's a big issue. So that just happened last Sunday because I, I, I preached the gospel on Sunday. I saw you. How'd that go? It was good. It was good. It wasn't the gospel. I preached on Ephesians chapter two, verse one through 10. Uh, So that was good. Nice. Uh, um, But I can send you the link to my message. If you want to listen to it. Oh, we'd love to. Okay. I can do that. Um, And so, yeah, they came over to our house after that on Sunday and we're like, Oh, this is an issue. And um, so now I'm trying to figure out how to solve this ice dam problem. And I'm Googling things. Well, of course, there's these ice dam guys that fix stuff like that. And I'm trying to figure out the solution. Do I dump hot water on it? Do I use a blow dryer? So I'm kind of running through the gamut of things that I could do. I start with a blow dryer. I bought Haley a blow dryer for Christmas. And I'm like, maybe this blow dryer will do it. But you got to take into consideration these ice dams are like two or three feet thick and they are wide and long and massive. So the blow dryer isn't really doing the trick. And I'm like, okay, well, what else could I do? Well, I 
grabbed some pails of hot water. It's just one pail, one little small bowl. We don't have a big bucket, unfortunately. So one little bowl of hot water, and I grabbed the ladder. I went up there while I had the ladder there for the blow dryer. And then I um, dumped the hot water on it. So I put three buckets of hot water, went back and forth three times. It didn't really do anything. And then I'm like, well, according to all these ice dam guys, they have a steamer that fixes all these this this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to be a powerful steamer. It's not going to be like a handheld steamer from Target. So I'm thinking, do I buy a handheld steamer from Target and just see if it gets it done? And I'm like, well, if I buy it, then we could use it for our clothes. So it's not just going to be like a one-time use kind of thing. So like, there's an investment more than the ice dams if it fails. So I buy a $69 steamer from Walmart, steam for like 10, 15 minutes, barely put a dent in the ice dams. Um, so that was my third idea. Another idea. So we had community group for our church on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I already booked the appointment for the ice dam guys to come on Wednesday morning. And one of the community group guys is like, well, you can buy these like heat cables to put on your roof. And, um, like get rid of the ice that way. So I'm like, oh, really? And to and I'm trying to find all these solutions, even though I booked these guys because these guys are four hundred and fifty dollars per hour. Some yeah, other guys, yeah, yeah. Some other guys are seven hundred dollars per hour. So I, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just like the greatest thing ever. So I run over to Lowe's at like nine o'clock at night. I pick up these heat cable things. On my way to Lowe's, because I was so confident that this was going to work, I called the ice dam guy that I booked, mm-hmm. Minnesota Exteriors is their company, and um, my voicemail was something like this. Hey, got to reschedule. I'm actually not going to be home tomorrow morning. Sorry about that. And I felt guilty because I was actually going to be home. So then halfway through the message, I twisted it and changed it and said, well, actually, you guys are kind of expensive, and I'm going to go with a simpler solution to see if it works. Okay. I, well, honesty is good. I mean, they didn't probably need to know that, but I mean, God was watching, so that's probably a good choice on your part. Yeah. And being a pastor, you know, I felt that's a little guilty. Holy Spirit convicted me. Yeah. And then on the way there i got i got the heat cables went home i also emailed the guy because i wanted him to so there was a voicemail and then i left the email basically saying the exact same thing and then i got home i opened up the package i'm reading through the instructions they're like it's like oh man this is gonna be great this is gonna be great and as i read through the instructions it's like oh it can start fires if you do not do it properly and then one little side note do not put on ice stamps that have formed Please call a local contractor to deal with this stuff. So I'm like, oh, son of a gun. Right. It's more preventative versus it doesn't solve the problem after the fact. Exactly. I was was wondering about that, but I was going to let you keep flying here. Yes. When the person at my community group did not tell me that it was not, it was only a preventative thing. Maybe it was common sense or something like that, but I did not recognize that. Oh. So after I call this guy literally an hour ago and say, hey, not even an hour ago, 30 minutes ago, and say, hey, left a voicemail, sent him an email. I call him again 30 minutes later and say, hey, you know what? The idea that I thought would work, 
does not work. And uh, I would love to have you guys out at the original time tomorrow morning. Um, and that's the story. Well, well so the follow-up, did he come and was the price twice as high as he had said before? <laughs> the price was not twice as high, or at least I don't think so. I mean, maybe if you want to, he hasn't billed me yet. But so the way it was is that it was $450 per hour with a two-hour minimum. And I thought it was going to be over two hours. Like these things were massive. I had them, we had them on the front of our house and the back of our house. So there are two other spots to hit. And they got it done in exactly two hours. So that'll be about nine hundred dollars. Um, what? So I don't. I've never never had an ice dam problem. What do they do? What does an ice dam fixer do? Well, there was two of them, which I'm so glad I went with Minnesota Exteriors. Go with Minnesota Exteriors over the ice dam guys if you have an ice dam problem. I'm telling you, ice dam guys. They they could have came out on Monday afternoon, but they were seven hundred dollars per hour, and there was only one of them. Minnesota Exteriors was four hundred and fifty dollars an hour. And there were two of them. So if Minnesota Exteriors wants to become a podcast sponsor of the Minnesota Tim there Podcast, go. Sherwin Williams has not jumped on this opportunity yet. <laughs> so the door is wide open unto you. Okay. Um, Should we make it sound like there's more competition? Like, well, the door's only it's uh, it's it's uh, slightly true. open. There's some competition. Yeah. You might want to jump in before somebody else does. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Versus, hey, nobody wants to do it. <laughs> Then they'll probably wonder why does no one else want to do it? So, exactly. Yeah. There's interest among m- multiple businesses out there. Yeah, very much so. There's high interest. Conversation high interest. happening. Yes. Well, I will say before you go on, I do appreciate your uh, your problem solving skills. Thank you. I was um, upset. Oh, there's actually one more. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, but I don't want to well, stop. I was going to say. It's one thing that I feel like a lot of people struggle with and students struggle with. Like in my class, a lot of my assignments are very like straightforward. Like here's the book, here's prompts, fill in the blanks kind of thing. So it's pretty easy to follow along with, right? You skim the book and you find the answer, write it down and you keep skimming. Um, Yesterday I did one that was, they had to find the answers and it wasn't all in the book. They had to use their iPads to do some research and put places on a map. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's all. And I left it open-ended, right? I didn't tell them where to go look. I didn't tell them what website. I didn't tell them what to Google. Because if you Google American Revolution battle map, there's like, you know, 50 results that come up with the, you know, almost an identical map to what I had. Um, so that would have taken them five, 10 minutes if they just found that. Um, but most of them did not. Um, but it's it's the problem solving skills are and now they're obviously still developing. They're ten yes. years old, trying to yes. figure this stuff out. But that's what I was trying to cultivate is like life does not give you, hey, this is what's going to happen. Now follow these steps exactly. Like all of life is problem solving skills, like job. You're like the modern day Mr. Feeney. Trying to be. What's Feeney from? Why is what that Boy Meets the World? world. Boy Meets World, yeah, yeah right. my favorite show of all time. I know. I was trying to think through all my show. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay, yeah, yeah that's that's not a bad comp. Not a bad comp. But that's it's what like, yeah, problem solving skills. Like, obviously, you know, try to solve it. See, there's always life. You know, family, relationships, job. Like, none of nothing is ever. Hey, this is just exactly what you're supposed to do, step by step. I mean, sometimes that happens and whatever, mm-hmm. but a lot of times it's here's a problem. How can we f- solve this problem? And you tried to solve the problem yourself, which I, like I said, I appreciate your ingenuity. 
this Although, became an obsession for me. Right. And that's something that a lot of people don't have, I would say. It's children and adults alike. It's mm. If there's a problem, it's not an obsession to solve it for a lot of people, I don't think. Yeah. Well, there's one more solution that I tried myself, and then I'll share what these ice dams did. You blow it? Was it? Did you go? Did <laughs> <laughs> you blow on it? I'm sure that's great audio for the podcast. And they're <laughs> cupping your hands over your mouth so you get the some, you know, pinpoint accuracy breathing on the the critical points of the ice dam. <laughs> <laughs> you got Haley up there. You got baby up there. Hey, we all on three, all of us blow on this exact. <laughs> I should have. I'm very disappointed that I did not try that idea. <laughs> the other idea I tried was we have two long hoses at our house and I tried. We have, so our, our laundry room is way downstairs. We have like a downstairs and then you go down another downstairs and then their laundry room is down there. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so I took two hoses, I put, them out the, I, I put it out the window, and then I turned on the hot water, and it was working. It was destroying the ice. It was taking forever. That's not a bad idea, yeah. But it was destroying the ice. But then the problem became, I ran out of hot water. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And then it if was you not, cold water on it, then you're just making more ice. Yeah. It was not a long-term solution. It was a short-term solution. And if it was if you small, had a smaller it dam, you might yes. have a shot. Yeah. 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 So... Um, that was another idea that I had. But anyway, back to what Minnesota exteriors do. Okay, it's future sponsor of the Minnesota Tim Podcast, unless mm-hmm. Walmart or Target jump in there. Yep. Um, yeah, so they ha- they basically do what I tried to do one of the times. They have this like power washer, but it's a steamer. Yeah, and they get up on the roof. There's two of them. There's one guy shoveling off the snow on top of the ice dam and kind of like breaking the ice a little bit. Yeah. And then there's this other guy with this power washer steamer and they're just mowing through this thing. They finished the front in an hour and they finished the back in 45 minutes. And I mean, if I try to do it myself with a steamer or a blow dryer, it might've taken me like two weeks to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. So Minnesota exteriors, check them out. Ice stamps. There you go. That's my ice damp story. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. I appreciate um, Steve's input, by the way. No, it's probably fine. Yeah, 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 and then uh, and then Mike and then Uncle Mike comes in. I, I can just picture it as Uncle Mike says how bad this is, and then Steve all of a sudden has a full three six. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take care of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. When I got home on Tuesday night from Lowe's, our community group guys were still there, and um, and girls, and um, I shared with them the story about the voicemail, and that really got them rolling. That I. When I, when I called the oh, Minnesota yeah. Exteriors guy and said, hey, yeah. you know, I'm not going to be home. Well, actually, I just don't want to spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say anything about it? They just made fun of me for it. They they just laughed at it. They didn't really what? make fun of me for it. Did They're the exterior guy it. say anything about it? No, he didn't. He didn't. Yep. Actually, when the I emailed him back. This move on his part. When I emailed him back, I said, hey, you know what? We actually do want you to come. He said, great. We'll be there around nine and ten o'clock in the morning. As far as he cares, I mean that's money in his pocket, so he's yeah. Yeah. He was honestly to be honest, he's probably been through that too. He's probably been through all the people trying to self-manage this stuff. He's probably heard this story before. He's a he's probably an ice expert. 
He yeah. knows that a lot of people aren't going to be able to solve that problem if it's a large problem. So mm-hmm. he's probably been through that before. He's probably he's probably received that exact email many times. So. In fact, their service was so great, I tipped each person that came twenty dollars. There you go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're good tippers. Yeah. We're good tippers. We've talked. Yeah, we are. We talked about that. We talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive into the bracketology Ooh, of Jacob. And I love how you've done it. Um, handwritten, handwritten. Although I do, I have the exact same thing on ESPN, but yeah, yes. Yeah. Handwritten to compete against Holly. She's beaten me. I think every year except for one. Did you handwrite it first and then you filled it on the ESPN or did you, I know they different brackets? No, I usually, I go on ESPN first, fill, fill it out. So I have a system. I, I fill it out once just based on feel, hmm. which obviously means nothing. Cause I don't watch any of these games, uh, but feel. Um, and then I go through a second time kind of with an analyzing eye. So I look mm. at, I click on the little eye icon and I yes. look at the, the key information. I think about my, ma- or my upsets. Do I have enough? Is there somewhere I need to have one that I don't, um, do I have a 12 seed winning? Do I have a 13 seed winning? I always at least want one of those to try yeah. to just take that stab. Um, and then I look at my final or kind of more my elite eight. And double check, do I have one, two, three, and four as the, you know, or I should say sweet 16, elite eight, you know, do I, am I too much chalk at the end? Is it all just ones and twos? Yeah. That's um, if it feels like it's too chalk, then I'll see if there's any matchups that I should change, that I could change. Um, if now, sometimes I just say, you know what, it seems like these are the, clearly, you know, I like these matchups the best and that's the way it goes, but I, I just double check those situations. So <laughs> And then that's the final. Then I can't tweak it again because then at that point, it's all the ifs and ands and buts that you tell yourself that, I, oh, I should have done this, could have done that. So yeah. after the second run through, it's done. There's no changing it. Oh, I like your system. Mm-hmm. So run me through some first round upsets that you have uh, on your bracket. Let's see. So in the South region, top left, I have, I have Furman beating Virginia. I do too. Virginia is a, again, obviously Virginia is good, but as far as a one game upset, uh, the way they play the game, slow and steady, and Furman hits a ton of three pointers. You're going to say a crap ton of three. I was going to say a crap ton, and I'm like, that doesn't really add much value. Um, but yes, basically, when you're looking for upsets from lower seeds, you want teams that shoot tons of three pointers because on the right night, when they're hot, they could beat anybody, basically. And that's Furman. So obviously, if Furman's cold, they're going to get crushed by Virginia. But in that instance that they're hot, um, Virginia probably won't be able to keep up. So I have Furman. Um, and then I, I have the one. Too. Yeah, another kind of it's further down the line. But I have a uh, Utah State over Arizona in the <laughs> second round. Ooh, over Arizona. Oh, I picked Utah State over Missouri, but I right, did not which that's not much of an upset. Yeah, you know, seven yeah, yeah. ten, I don't count. It's those yeah, are yeah. two equal teams. Mm-hmm. I but did I not Utah pick State Utah. Over Arizona. Wow, I love that. I did not pick Utah State over Arizona. Yeah, I read one article about how they were pretty good. So there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's about it for the. Otherwise, I have Bama coming out of the South. What about you? Um, out of the South Division, I. <laughs> I have Arizona. Oh, oh. Well, we'll see who's right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I did but, laugh because you, you could do that. I mean, I saw, you know, there's all the experts that have their, hey, yeah. here's my final four. And I looked at one expert and he had, it was like Arizona, Purdue, 
UConn and I don't remember who else he had. He might have had Houston or something. And I was like, oh, I have all four of those teams losing in like the second round. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, not that obviously, he know, you know, it's just such a crapshoot. Like we always just, we act like we know stuff and we pick and whatever, but it's just. Yeah. Well, we don't act like we know stuff. The experts Well, we don't. Like yeah, know true. Stuff. Right. The ESPN guys do. Yeah. It's just yeah. funny. Yeah. I just laughed. I'm like, oh, I literally don't have any of those guys. <laughs> Even Moving closer. down to the yeah. East. Division. Moving down to the East. Um, yeah. This one's a little more chalky. I'll be honest. Mm. The biggest, the closest thing I have. Um. Because I don't, I didn't have any twelves or thirteens. I felt good about. Um, the I I thought about Memphis over Purdue. Memphis has been hot, and Purdue. I just don't trust Eddie as the main guy. Yeah, or Edie, whatever. Mm-hmm. The um, seven five guy. Yeah, yeah. And so Memphis, I I chickened out with the Memphis pick, but I did pick Duke over Purdue. So oh, I did too. I got Duke over Purdue, and I have um, actually I have FAU over Memphis. Okay. Yeah, they're. Uh, I mean, that's. They, I hate the way that they always put some pretty darn good teams. Like Memphis and Florida Atlantic's one of the better eight nine matchups. Like I would, I would have taken either of those teams over Maryland or West Virginia or Iowa or let's see, Arkansas and Illinois. Like I feel like those were the two best eight nine teams when they made them play each other, which I was just kind of annoying. I feel like they do that a lot. Um, but yeah, so I have Marquette coming out of the final or of that region. <laughs> I have Michigan State over Marquette. <laughs> I thought about it because I, I was like, I, yeah, but no, Marquette. They're going okay. on. Shaka smart. Yeah, I, I did like some Shaka, but I, I heard that they were projected as like the ninth team in, coming into the conference this year, and they won the conference. So I was like, you know, maybe they don't just – why were they projected as ninth? You know, did they not have the talent that is a number two seed worthy and they just had a hot year? I don't know what's going on there. I actually have Duke. Beating Kansas State okay. in the is that Sweet Sixteen? Uh, Sweet Sixteen to get to the Final Four, and then I have Duke over. Oh, I have Duke in Arizona in the Final Four. I'll leave it at that. Okay, you're you're not going to want to know who my champion is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you you will, I guess. You know, Marquette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. We're a believer. <laughs> Again, can't go chalk. Uh, okay, Midwest. Uh, do you have anything crazy in the Midwest? In the Midwest, I have... Let's see here. Nothing too crazy in the Midwest. Oh, well, yeah, a little bit. A little bit crazy. I've got Miami beating Houston and entering the Elite Eight. I One step further, I have Auburn beating Houston <laughs> and Miami beating Auburn. Oh, okay. And then I have Kent State, which I feel like is a really popular pick. Yeah, they um, always play well. And Indiana's not amazing. I mean, they're good, obviously, but not. They're beatable, upsettable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have Miami versus Texas and Texas making it out. <laughs> I have the exa- well, do I have the exact same? Yeah, I have the exact same. I have Texas versus Miami and Texas. Yeah. And I just, with Houston, I don't know, with that injury and I just figured if there's a one seed that seems like they're primed to get upset, um, it was either Purdue or Houston, and I chose Houston. So, mm-hmm. and Auburn has been pretty hot. So I just thought, well, yeah, yeah, give it a shot. I like it. I like it. Yeah, there's always one one seed, like you said, that does not make it out of the second round. Right. So I like that upset. And the West. Hmm. What do you got? 
Um, let's see. I have pretty chalk. I'm pretty chalky in this one, to be honest. Um, I have Kansas versus Gonzaga in the eight. And then I have Kansas making it out playing Texas. The rematch. The rematch. Well, yeah. like the fourth rematch, actually. Yeah. Because they played in the championship last year, right? It, well, the conference championship they played, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I was thinking Kansas and Gonzaga played in the championship last year or something like that, but uh, yeah. Uh, did, yeah. No, Can- Gonzaga lost early, didn't they? Oh, okay. They always lose early. With Chet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they lost lose like early. the second round or something. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I got Kansas versus Gonzaga. No real massive upsets. Um, I'm, I went Big Ten heavy. I like the Big Ten. I, I went Illinois over Arkansas, Northwestern over Boise State. Um, nothing too crazy in this. I, uh, same Mary's over v- UConn. I did VCU for two rounds. I'm actually going to switch UConn over St. Mary's here right now just because I feel like everyone's high on UConn. They are high on UConn, yeah. So I'm going to save that. Sorry, what, what, did you, what did you say? I just said I have VCU for two, so I have the, I have them beating St. Mary's and beating UConn. Oh, okay. Um, losing to Kansas. And I, I zigged and put Gonzaga in the mm. – or I zagged. <laughs> oh, look at you. Um, you I, there put them in the final four because i figure the year where they're kind of under the radar because like the last like three four years they've been one seeds and just like gonzaga is the favorite to win the championship and everyone was picking them and then they lost in the second round or first not the first round but second round third round whatever yeah like this is the year now all of a sudden that no one really has them on the radar and they're gonna make the final four i actually heard the same analysis from an expert right after they revealed the bracketology i think it was like seth myers or something like that um, so final four is you Seth Myers, the SNL guy. <laughs> I don't know. What's his name? Seth something. Uh, is it Gre- not, I was going to say Greenberg, but that's the ESPN guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some channel four guys. I know. Seth, you're... Isn't it Seth Myers? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I, unless there's two Seth Myers. Seth Myers is the guy that hosts like he was on SNL and then now he hosts like a night talk show. You see, so I'm looking it up right now. Seth Myers. I'm Googling a picture of him. Oh, yeah, that's definitely not Seth Myers. Um, but it is Seth. It's Seth. Uh, Seth something. Mm-hmm. Seth. You can picture his face. And see, yeah, no, I do. He's too. one of the main. Yeah, he's there every. Yeah. He's on there every year. Yeah. Seth, NCA bracketology. Um, but while you look that up, my finals, I have Marquette versus Texas and Marquette taking Texas down. Seth Davis. Davis. Yeah. Yes. Seth Davis. So, you, sorry, your finals is Texas versus Marquette? Yep. Okay. I like that. I got Kansas versus Duke, and I got Kansas taking Duke down for back-to-back championships. Wow. I was high on Duke. I, I went all in on Duke. So Haley's side of the family does like this auction draft kind of thing with bracketology. Yep. And um, you get $100 to spend on how many teams you want, but you only get $100, and you're competing versus the other guys. So like the one seeds are going to go high. I think Alabama went for like 55 or something. And because Duke's on their winning streak, I right. took Duke for 51 points. And I like how hot they are right now. Yeah. 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 So the other thing that, so your good friend, Rod Janakula. Yeah. He runs a bracket challenge, but his is different. So he, you, everybody in it, you get to pick what, any 10 teams you want. Obviously, everybody can have crossover teams. Um, and the point system is every win your team gets. You get the points worth their seed. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if yeah, like Marquette that. wins, they get two points. If, you know, you picked uh, Fairly Dickinson and they beat Purdue, you get 16 points. That's um, a fun way to do it. Yeah. So it, it forces you to not just go chalk, obviously. You have to try to find the middle to low seeds that might make a run. Um, if you want to win, toward, you know, if you want to be in the top three guys that finish, or five, I should say, that finish, because there's like 45 people that do this or something like that, or 48. You know, so if you went chalk, that's great, but you're not going to win. You know, you need if you want to be in the top five, you got to take some risk. Um, and then there's bonus thing. It's five points if you make the final four, 10 if they get runner up, and then 20 extra points if you get first, like win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So obviously you still want to pick teams that have a shot to make it there to get those bonus points. Um, so yeah, that's really fun. I picked, I, n- I don't know the strategy yet of like, do I have all the middle seeds do i pick lower seeds do i pick a couple low seeds a couple high seeds you know i I don't know what the strategy is but i have marquette texas and gonzaga as like my champion potential teams yeah that makes sense i have san diego state duke and miami as five seeds because i thought if they win two three four games you know five seeds usually are better teams than you think um like is like with how much you like Duke, I am right there with you. I think they have a perfectly good shot to win the whole thing. Um, so I thought that was a good value. Creighton, big Creighton mm, guy, okay, six seed, and then my three kind of upset picks. I have Auburn because again, I think they could beat Houston. I have Utah State going mm-hmm. for that Arizona win. Yeah, yeah, and ten have, points right there per win. Uh huh. And then VCU as a twelve seed. It didn't go with Furman, huh? Didn't go with Furman just because I could they win one? Yeah. Do I think they because I picked San Diego State and I did not want to have my two teams if I had, you know, if I was right, they'd face in the second round. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to I would be eliminating one of my teams if they both won their first game. So I, I yeah. you know, you gotta kind of, I had to either go with San Diego State or Furman. And yeah, San Diego yeah. State is one of the oldest teams in the country. Ooh, um, I always like that little veteran leadership. Especially with COVID, like there's some really old teams. So I know they're, I, I just figured their experience and their longevity would be helpful in a tournament. So I'm hoping that was a good one. Well, it's a good thing I upset. I, I have Furman beating them then. Then you go say, Yeah. Well, like I said, they're a three point shooting team. So Furman could beat anybody. But Never know. Probably... You live and die by the three. Uh-huh. That's what happens. That's what happens. Do you have anything else that you would like to share before I run to the restroom? Hmm. Well, I could really, can we sit and think about it for a few seconds? Maybe sure. A minute? Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. Oh man. Anything else to bring up? What else has happened? <laughs> um, we talked about the bracket. We talked about the Vikings. Dalvin cook's probably gone. They re-signed Madison last night. So that almost, to me, that almost guarantees cook will be gone in the next few days. I didn't even know that they re-signed Madison. They did two years, uh, eight million or something like that. I'll give you some thinking music. Okay, thank you. But yeah, no, the Madison deal was actually pretty affordable. Hmm. Um, I assume that would mean Cook's gone. So we don't, we, you know, that's talked about that. We talked about the ice dam. I was going to talk about ice dam, so you cross that off my list. Um, mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Having some issues. Molly connected the phone. That means it's time to go. Woo! I'm going to run to the bathroom. Oh. There we go. We're back. You can run.
Can you see me? I just see your head. I'll just monologue a little bit. Oh. So tomorrow is incentive day for our middle school. So we get to have a few periods where the kids get to do fun stuff. So there's two work rooms for the students who have missing work. There's a game room, movie room, all this sort of stuff, right? And I did not have a responsibility yet. The two work rooms were not my room. The game board game room was not my room. So I'm kind of the floater that gets to help out other places. Um, and I didn't know where I was going to be yet. And they didn't ask me to be anywhere yet. So I was just kind of waiting to see what happened. And they added an NCAA tournament viewing activity in the media center. And our principal came by to tell us that, like, hey, just so you know, like we had another activity for the kids. It's NCAA viewing. And then... Before she could get the words out of her mouth, I like shot my hand into the air, raised my hand, like, oh, I, I can go if we need another supervisor. And then she like was startled and was like, I don't think I've ever seen you volunteer for something so quickly. And I said, well, you know, when you got to take one for the team, you got to take one for the team. And that's what you got to do. Were you talking? Yeah, I just did a monologue. Okay. Could you see me? I just, yeah, I could see you, just your forehead. Okay. Yeah, I'm a quick pooper these days. Why? Because I don't need any sugar. <laughs> I don't going, need any sugar. Is that I, going in the pod? That's going on the pod. Yeah, I'm serious. I used to be like one of the all-time quickest poopers of all time. And then I, it stopped when I, I got older because I ate too much sugar. Now I haven't eaten sugar. I didn't eat sugar in the month of January. Then I'm talking about sweets, you know, sugar and fruit and bananas and no junk food. Natural sugars, yeah. Yeah, no junk food. Since I stopped eating junk food, I am in and out of the bathroom within a minute or two. Yeah. Well, when you wipe and you see nothing on it, do you have an insurance wipe afterwards? Or are you confident with the original? I don't know. Hmm. I feel like there's probably it, I feel like I don't know that it's it's worth multiple. I feel like you gotta be safe. Better safe sure. than sorry. Yeah. What do you think? I am I'm an insurance guy. Yeah. Yeah, big time insurance guy. Well, should I leave the monologue so in in that you well, I told I just told an awesome story that you were listening to the whole time so that's you can edit in you going oh, or something like that oh really you could hear me saying that no i you couldn't hear you saying anything i just oh. oh edit if you want to act like you were there the whole time oh sure sure i told sure. the story I, I think about it's funnier if i'm supervision that i have to do tomorrow so super what supervision supervision like at, at school oh okay well i can't wait to hear about it <laughs> the listeners won't know where you were. I, I thought maybe you'd want to edit it in so that sound like you were there the whole time. But well, they'll know I was in the bathroom. Oh yeah, it was like yeah, the you perfect. Made that, leaving you made that point abundantly because, clear. You made that abundantly. It was the perfect clear. leaving point because your phone connected to the, your car as your car pulled away, and then yeah. I left, broke, to, went to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. That that'll change next week though. We're getting Holly's car fixed today, so she she uh scheduled the appointment today and said can you do it and i said i guess and she said i they said they probably will have a rental or like a loaner car for you hmm. like well if they don't how am i getting to work and she's yeah. like, I, don't, I don't know and i said well that seems like an important issue for me <laughs> <laughs> seems like an important thing to know right 
Huh. And, they do, and the, it's not far. It's probably like a half mile. So I probably can walk, but hmm. you know, I got to get going. I got to be there by seven 30 by the time you talk to the car people and blah, 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 blah. I'm supposed to be at work at seven 45. Like I don't lose me 15 minutes to get there. We'll see how she goes. I'll give you an update next week on Cargate 2023. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Jacob, thank you for joining. I appreciate it. It was a thank good you. time. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you on Bracketology and Ice Stamps. Thank you for the opportunity. This is the Minnesota Tim podcast. So thank you for the opportunity for me to speak Are you on your platform. Well, it's our platform. Do you want to yeah. create a quick jingle or not jingle, but like, is there a slogan for Minnesota exteriors? Um, let's see. Minnesota exteriors. Minnesota. I'm Googling it right now. Minnesota exteriors. And um, let's see. It says like siding, damn, roofing and windows. Oh, okay. Oh, quality trust and experience since 1947. There we go. Minnesota Exteriors, thank you for being this week's sponsor of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Everyone have a great day.